بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين وصلى الله وسلم على نبينا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين ما بعد so we come to الأصل الثامن the eighth principle from the principles of الدعوة السلفية of الشيخ عبد السلام ابن برجس رحمه الله تعالى and this principle is التزامنا بما دل عليه الكتاب والسنة بما دل عليه الكتاب والسنة وأجمع عليه وأجمع عليه سلف الأمة في معاملة أئمتنا وحكامنا that is as clinging on to that which the book and the sunnah and the salaf of this ummah have agreed upon all of them in dealing with our a'imma, the yani, imams and the hukam and the rulers, the, the, yani, the leaders of the Muslims. Naam. So this is the eighth principle. The Shaykh, rahimahullah, he said, Nahnu nasma' wa nuti' wulat amrina fi ghayr ma'asiyah. He says, we, we hear and obey Yani the, 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 the leader or the leaders of the Muslims and the leaders of our, our affairs يعني في غير معصية in everything other than معصية يعني, يعني we don't obey them in disobedience ولا نرى الخروج على الحاكم المسلم مهما كثرت معاصي and we don't see it permissible to revolt against the Muslim ruler, to go out against him, however many his sins may be. We don't enter into, into, into anything from their worldly matters. We advise them in accordance to the tariqa al-shari'iyya, the legislative manner, with truthfulness, ikhlas, sincerity, and advice that is given in secret. Naam. And la siyama fi zaman al-fitan, Especially in times of fitan, ولا ندع الله لهم أفوان وندع الله لهم بالصلاح والفلاح في سرنا وعلانيتنا. And we make dua for them with salah and with uprightness. Allah makes them upright, and Allah Allah makes them successful. In يعني private and in open. And we make dua for them. Because when they are upright, then, and they, when they are upright and يعني, um, يعني correct and so on, when they are upright, then that brings about يعني, an, upright, an upright society. يعني, that is salah for the ibad, for the servants, and for the lands, for the bilad. 
ونكره الدخول عليهم and we detest that we enter upon the rulers and this is something that the sheikh he also has a separate risala a treatise that he authored and yani for a moment for a moment we turn to just some of the hadith that he brought in one of his uh, many rasail that he he uh, wrote uh, concerning dealing with the rulers um, because all of this the sheikh is explaining to us but he's not, he's not bringing to us any adilla but we are fully aware that there are numerous or countless hadith um, in this regard or in these matters that the sheikh is explaining from them the hadith of Abdullah ibn Abbas radiallahu anhuma anna nabiyya Whoever, whoever sees from his Amir, from his leader, something that he detests, then let him be patient. For whoever separates from the Jama'ah, a single hand span, then and dies, and then he dies, then he dies the death, the death of Jahiliyyah. And in the left of Muslim, man kariha min amirihi shay'a fal yasbir whoever detests something from his amir, let him be patient upon that. فَإِنَّهُ لَيْسَ أَحَدٌ مِنَ النَّاسِ خَرْجَ مِنَ السُلْطَانِ شِبْرًا فَمَاتَ عَلَيْ إِلَّا مَاتَ مِيتَ Jahiliyyah. But indeed, there is, there is none who, from the people who goes out against the Sultan. A single hand span. And then he dies, except that he dies the, the, the death of Jahiliyyah. Now, كذلك, the hadith, نعم, wherein the Messenger of Allah, وسلم, he said, إِذَا كَانَ عَلَيْكُمْ أُمَرَى يَأْمُرُونَكُمْ بِالصَّلَةِ وَالزَّكَاءِ والجهاد فقد حرم الله عليكم سبهم وحل لكم الصلاة خلفهم that if you have amongst you leaders who command you with salah and zakat and jihad then Allah has forbidden upon you سبهم to يعني, rebuke them and to, uh, يعني, uh, to assault them uh, uh, and so on or insult them نعم وحل لكم الصلاة خلفهم and he has يعني, made permissible for you the prayer behind them. Naam. And the likes of these ahadith, the Sheikh, he brings numerous um, evidences in a risala that he has called Aqidat Ahlil Islam Fima Yajiblil Imam. And likewise, he has another well known book, Mu'amlat al Hukam Fi al Kitabi was Sunnah. Naam. And other than this, uh, likewise, the hadith from Hisham ibn Hakim, from the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa Whoever wants to advise the Sultan in an affair, then let him not do so in open. However, let him take, take him by his hand and يعني, take him into seclusion فَإِنْ قَبِلَ مِنْهُ فَذَاكَ يعني if he accepts that, then alhamdulillah وَإِلَّا كَانْ قَدْ أَدَّ الَّذِي عَلَيْهِ 
And if he doesn't accept, then he's done that which is upon him. Now, and so the likes of these ahadith uh, prove to us that which the Sheikh, Rahimullah Ta'ala, is mentioning here. Uh, and we mentioned just something from that. Uh, but continuing with the words of the Sheikh here with this particular uh, yani, uh, treatise that we're going through, or that which in its origin goes back to a lecture that the Sheikh, Rahimullah, he gave. The Sheikh, he says that we detest entering upon the rulers. And again, as we mentioned, the Sheikh has a risala on this, how it's detested to enter upon the rulers and to become affected by the rulers, the, yani, in particular uh, for the ulama, for the ulama, or those who like to enter upon the rulers and become affected by yani, the, the lifestyles and so on. Now, and so we detest entering upon the rulers, illa li nasih, o mutadhallim. Except for the one who is going to advise him, or mutadhallim, or one who lodges a complaint, one who goes to the uh, Amir in order to lodge a complaint. And we see that it is permissible to perform jihad with them. And it is from the deen to perform jihad with them. Naam. Wanunkir. And we reject those who insult them, as we saw from the hadith. Or يعني, we also reject those who are the one who makes open and known that which يعني, is within the rulers from يعني, bad traits and so on, zulm, oppression and so on, ma'asiyah, sins and so on, in that which results in inciting and stirring, inciting the people against يعني, the, the, the rulers. Now, that which can result in one of two Affairs. Al Khuruj alayhim, the people revolting against them. Oh, ma'asiyat al awamir al shari'iyah. Or, yani, opposing and disobeying the commands that have come in the sharia. Wa huna ankul kalaman li ammit al da'wa, rahmatullahi ta'ala alayhim, min al durr al saniyah. And so from here, the Shaykh says, I'm going to quote some speech from the Imams of the Da'wah, that which is come in the Kitab, Durr al-Sunniyya, a voluminous work, which consists of Rasail, treaties, and books from the Imma of the Da'wah, yani the Imma of Najd, the Najd region in Saudi Arabia. Durr al-Sunniyya. Naam. Um, in about seven volumes. The Shaykh, he says, نحن الآن في حاجة ماسة that we are in dire need of contemplating and reflecting upon yani, the likes of the speech that the Sheikh is going to bring. يقول الشيخ العلامة عبد اللطيف بن عبد الرحمن بن الحسن بن محمد بن عبد الوهاب. So عبد اللطيف is who to Muhammad ibn Abdul Wahab? 
great-grandson now. The great-grandson. Yani, so, Kalam from the great-grandson of uh, Sheikh Islam Muhammad ibn Abdul Wahhab, Rahmatullah alayhim, Ajma'in. Wajazahumullahu ta'ala anil Islam wa sunnah khairul jaza fi risalatin lahu wajjahaha ila ahad ikhwanihi alladhina lam tattadih lahum al-mawaqif al-sahiha fi zaman al-fitna. Yani when he wrote a risala, wrote a treatise or a letter to one of his brothers, one to whom the correct position in the time of fitna was unclear to him. And here we see that the Sheikh is referring to the fitna of Abna Faisal. The fitna of Abna Faisal, yani the fitna that took place between the sons of uh, Imam Faisal. Now here referring to the um, <clears throat> one of the Imams from the second uh, Saudi state. From the second Saudi state. The, the first Saudi state, Ayulikwa, it began around the mid 1700s, and that began with Muhammad ibn, the Imam Muhammad ibn Saud. Muhammad ibn Saud, Rahimullah, he was the one who aided Muhammad ibn Abdul Wahhab. He was the one who aided Muhammad ibn Abdul Wahhab. So that was the first Dawla Saudiya. The second state was. Uh, around 1820s and that was established or founded by Imam Turki bin Abdullah Imam Turki bin Abdullah and so it's, it's, it's this second Saudi state here that the Sheikh is referring to because Faisal here that is Faisal bin Turki bin Abdullah Faisal bin Turki bin Abdullah one of the rulers from this second Saudi state <clears throat> this Imam when he reached around 70 years old he became blind and he had four. He left behind. He had, or he had four sons. <clears throat> he had four sons: Abdullah, Saud, Muhammad, and Abdurrahman. Abdullah, who was the, the eldest, Saud, Muhammad, and Abdurrahman. So when he became blind, he appointed his eldest son Abdullah as, yani the. Uh, the ruler and the one in charge Naam. and the rest of his brothers including Saud gave him the pledge gave him the pledge but shortly after Saud his brother went against him his brother went against him and there was يعني, civil war between the brothers for, for many years يعني, and so uh, Abdullah Ibn Faisal he had يعني, the uh, rulership for a time. And then Saud, and there was many battles between them. Saud, and then Abdullah again. And then Saud. And then Abdurrahman, the other brother. And then back to Abdullah. And then Abdurrahman again. Now, until the fall of the second Saudi state and then the third Saudi state in the early 1900s, uh, which was established by uh, Abdul Aziz bin Abdurrahman, known as Ibn Saud. Now, so the Sheikh is here is referring to this fitna here, the fitna Abna Faisal. When you have those who come and go out against the existing ruler, 
Because Saud, he went out against his brother. Now, <clears throat> and then, yeah, and they were, and they took turns going out against each other, the brothers. Now, so the Sheikh he says, Thumma, so this is a Sheikh, Al Alama Abdul Latif. He says, Thumma Huna Masala Ukhra. So here is another affair. Wadahiya Kubra, Dahabiha Shaytan, Kathira Minanas. Yani a major calamity through which Shaytan he strikes the people with in a cunning manner. Dahabiha Shaytan, Kathira Minanas. Yani he he's he comes with this calamity in a very in a cunning way. Fasaru Yasauna Fima Yufarik Jimat al Muslimin Wayujib Alikhtilaf Fiddin. And so through this trickery from Shaytan, they then end up working towards splitting the body of the Muslims. And it necessitates and it brings about Alikhtilaf, differing in the religion. And that which the clear book, the Quran, yani has, has yani censored. Naam. Wa yufdi li ikhlaad ila al-ard wa tark al-jihad wa nusrati rabbi al-alameen wa yufdi ila man'i zakat wa ta'jij nar al-fitna wa al-dalalat. Yani that which results in tark of jihad, abandoning jihad, and the abandonment of aiding the religion of Allah subhana and likewise leads to the people not giving the zakat. وَتَأْجِيج نَارُ الْفِتْنَةِ وَالضَّلَالَاتِ And yani, the, 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 the starting um, of fitna, or the fire of fitna, yani, starting and kindling the fire of fitna, and yani, uh, misguidance, فَتَلَطَّفَ الشَّيْطَانِ فِي إِدْخَالَ هَذِهِ الْمَكِيدَةِ And so, shaitan subtly, yani, deluded, or yani, he subtly entered this trap, yani, into the people, or to the people. And he erected for this makida, for this trap, and this trickery that he came with, Hujajan, evidences. He brought evidences. And yani, preambles, false premises. And so, shaitan deluded them into thinking that obedience to these mutagallibin, mutagallibin, yani those who overthrew the rulers, those who overthrow, those who topple, come and they topple the rulers. So a ruler, that, someone that comes and topples a rule, the, the, uh, the existing ruler, and so he, yeah, he takes his place. Naam. And so shaitan deluded them into thinking that obedience to these rulers who went out against the existing ruler, that obedience to them is not obligatory. And that which Allah commanded with, towards them, and that which his messenger commanded, 
with regards to the wajibat of the imam, that which is obligatory for the imam. They say, no, because he went out against the existing ruler. Then all of those wajibat, all of those obligations that Allah and his messenger have established for the imam, no, there's no, here there's no obedience. Here there's no wajibat for them. Wadah, what the sheikh is saying? Now, so they, shaitan, he put forward for them evidences and so on. And the sheikh, he says, and the summary of this trick and this ruse of shaitan, that in the times of fitan, it is not obligatory to obey these individuals who become the leaders of the Muslims after toppling the existing ruler. Yeah, naam. ثم يقول الشيخ لرد هذه المكيدة. So then the sheikh he say, he, he says in response to this to this makida to this يعني this trick trickery. ولم يدري هؤلاء المفتونون أن أكثر ولاة أهل الإسلام من أحد يزيد بن معاوية حاشا عمر بن عبد العزيز ومن شاء الله من بني أمية قد وقع منهم ما وقع من الجراء. والحوادث العظام والخروج والفساد في ولاية أحل الإسلام These مفتونون These individuals who have been put to trial don't know that many of the leaders those who were leaders of the Muslimin from the time of Yazid ibn Muawiyah Save Umar bin Abdul Aziz. Whoever Allah will from the rest of the Umarah uh, from Banu Umayyah, those leaders from Banu Umayyah, came from them that which came from Al Jara'a, from, from recklessness and insolence. والحوادث العظام يعني great a great many atrocities والخروج والفساد and them going out against يعني rulers and so on and فساد corruption during their leadership over the Muslims ومع ذلك فسيرة الأئمة الأعلام والسادة العظام معهم معروفة مشهورة but along with all of this the seerah of the a'imma, al-a'lam, the biographies of the distinguished, distinguished imams, and the great imams, their biographies and their dealings with them, with these rulers, is well known. Well known. لا ينزعون يدا من طاعة من طاعة فيما أمر الله به ورسوله من شرع الإسلام. They would not remove their hand away from them. Meaning, they would still obey them in that which يعني, is in obedience to Allah. They wouldn't remove their obedience from them. They wouldn't obey them in that which is haram and sinful. But they wouldn't go, 
go, go out against them. Naam. And so they fulfilled the obligations that were upon them towards uh, these uh, imams. The obligations that have come in the religion. <clears throat> then the imam, he struck some examples. <clears throat> so here, Sheikh Abdul Latif is saying to the one he wrote to, the one who was addressing, he said, and I'll strike for you an example. Hajjaj, Hajjaj ibn Yusuf. With Hajjaj ibn Yusuf, Al-Thaqafi. Hajjaj ibn Yusuf, Al-Thaqafi. وقد اشتهر أمره في الأمة بالظلم والإسراف في سفك الدماء وانتحاك حرمات الله and his affair in the Ummah is well known one of oppression and going beyond bounds in spilling blood and killing يعني and Tearing down the boundaries of Allah. And he killed those whom he killed from the great leaders of the Ummah. Sa'id ibn Jubair. Sa'id ibn Jubair from the Tabi'in. Sa'id ibn Jubair. Hajjaj ibn Yusuf, who was from the Yani, from those who was placed in charge yani, uh, of the region uh, he was placed in. Oh, yani, he was one who would lead the armies and so on. Um, <clears throat> from Marwan, Marwan ibn Hakim. Marwan ibn Hakim. And uh, after him, Marwan ibn Hakim, again from the Banu Umayyah, Mar uh, Marwan ibn Hakim, his son. Abdul Malik ibn Marwan. Abdul Malik ibn Marwan. <clears throat> and so the Sheikh will mention him here. Sa'id ibn Jubair was from the Tabi'een, and this Hajjaj uh, ibn Yusuf, he, he killed him, even though he was a great Imam. A great Imam. And yani, there is well known and recorded that which took place between them. And when he was summoned, when Saeed ibn Jubair was summoned to Hajjaj, and he was there before him, Hajjaj, he said to him, he said, Anta Shaqi ibn Kusayr. Yani both his names, Saeed ibn Jubair, he, he came with the opposite words of his names. Saeed, the meaning of Saeed is one who is, yani, Happy and blessed and so on. He said, Anta Shaqi, instead of Said. Jubair is the ism tasghir of Jabr, that which is brought together. Qusayr is the ism tasghir of yani, Kasar, to break. So he came with the opposite of his, two na of his names, of yani, his name and his father's name. So his name is Said ibn Jubair. Hajjaj. Uh, he said to him, Anta Shaqi ibn Kusayr. Yani mocking him. And Saeed, he said, Ummi a'lam bismi mink. He said, my mother is more knowledgeable than you uh, regarding my name. 
And then he said, um, then he said, Shaqeet, anta wa shaqeet ummuk. This is Hajjaj. He said, you are wretched and your mother is wretched. Hajjaj. And then uh, Saeed, he said, indeed, there is one who is more knowledgeable of the ghaib than you. Meaning this is an affair of the ghaib. You don't know this. You don't know if I'm shaqi. I'm that my mother is shaqi. And then there was dialogue between them until he ordered that he be killed. He ordered that he be killed. And then when he was taken out to be killed and when there were those who didn't want to see that the imam would be killed, they came back with him to Hajjaj. And then Hajjaj, uh, he said, kill him here. Kill him. Because he ordered them to take him out and kill him, but they came back with him, so he said, kill him here. So then, uh, Saeed, he responded and he said, إِنِّي وَجَّحْتُ وَجْهِ لِلَّذِي فَطْرَ السَّمَوَاتِ وَالْأَرْضِ حَنِيفًا وَمَا أَنَا مِنَ الْمُشْرِكِينَ Quote the ayah from the book of Allah. I have, يعني, wherever you kill me, I have, I have faced, I have directed my face towards the one who created the, 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 the heavens. حَنِيفًا يعني upon Tawheed وَمَا أَنَا مِنَ الْمُشْرِكِينَ I'm not, I'm not from the mushrikeen. <coughs> so then he said, then he said to him, um, then he said to him to kill him. Um, then when he said to him, um, when after Saeed, he, he requested that they kill him whilst he's facing the Qibla. He said, turning, turn, Hajjaj, he said, turn him away from the Qibla. Turn him away from the Qibla. So then Saeed, he said, he said, فَأَيْنَمَا تَوَلُّ فَثَمَّ وَجْهَ اللَّهِ And he came with another verse from the book of Allah. Wherever you turn, it is the face of Allah. So then Hajjaj, he said, قَبُّهُ عَلَى وَجْهِ Put him on his face, kill him, on, on, yeah, whilst his face is on the ground. And then he said, uh, the ayah in Surah Taha, um, uh, from it, meaning the earth, we took you out from the earth, and to it we shall return you, and from it we shall raise you again. And so he kept coming to Sayyid bin Jubair with these responses. Until يعني, he ordered that he, he, he be killed, and he, he was killed. Now, so this is Saeed ibn Jubair, this Hajjaj ibn Yusuf, the Shaykh is saying, Wahasura ibn Zubair. Wahasura ibn Zubair. And he had يعني, laid a siege around Mecca, where ibn Zubair was based and where he was the Amir. He was the Amir. The rightful Amir. Ibn Zubair, who are we referring to here? Abdullah ibn Zubair. Abdullah ibn Zubair. Ibn al-Awwam. So, Abdullah is Sahabi from the Sigar of the Sahaba. 
from the Sirar of the Sahaba. He's Sahabi, son of a Sahabi. He is Abdullah ibn Zubair ibn Awam. Zubair ibn Awam from the from I mean Ashar al-Mubashirin of Jannah, from one of the ten guaranteed paradise. So this Abdullah ibn Zubair, he was from the Sirar of the Sahaba. It's mentioned that he was the when the Muslimin made the hijrah to Medina. It's mentioned in his seerah that uh, when they migrated to Medina, they, I mean, there was, none of the Muslimin were, were having children. None of them had any children. And so the Yehud began to say that, yeah, I mean, that's it. No more children for them. And then Abdullah ibn Zubair was born. So they say he was the first Mawlud, the first born or the first one to be born after the hijrah to Medina and then they all made takbir. This is coming in the books of, of, of Tariq and Sira. But he's from the Sigar of the Sahaba. So you can see when he was born. Uh, making him, how old when the Rasulullah was, or when he passed? No, I'm about 10 years old. So from the Sigar, Sigar of the Sahaba. He, he, as, uh, as Zubair, had a number of children. He had, I think, about six wives. And from, and his wife was who? Az-Zubair. Asma bint Abi Bakr. Asma bint Abi Bakr, the sister of Aisha. So the daughter of Abu Bakr Siddiq and the sister of Aisha. He had a younger brother, Urwa ibn Zubair. Urwa ibn Zubair, but he's not from the Sahaba. He's from the Tabi'in. <coughs> Urwa ibn Zubair. I remember this name, Urwa ibn Zubair. Because Urwa was his younger brother, but younger by 20 years old. Younger by about 20 years old. Urwa ibn Zubair. From the fuqaha and ulama of Medina. From the fuqaha sabah. From the seven fuqaha of Medina. They say, became well known. The seven jurists, seven scholars of Medina. And they became famous with, with this title. The seven scholars of Medina. Why? Because they were all present in one place at the same time. Yeah, these mountains of knowledge. Arwa ibn Zubair was from them. He wasn't a Sahabi. Uh, I believe he was born, they say he was born in the Khilafah of Uthman. Anhu. So 20 years younger than Abdullah ibn Zubair. Naam. <clears throat> so when, when Abdullah ibn Zubair, he was given the pledge. Uh, and as the Sheikh, he mentions here, and we'll read this and I'll come back to what we want to mention here. That he killed Qatala ibn Zubair. Or before that, the Shaykh, he said, Wahasara ibn Zubair. He laid siege uh, in Mecca and surrounded Ibn Zubair. وَقَدْ عَاذَ بِالْحَرْمَ الشَّرِيفِ وَاسْتَبَاحَ الْحُرْمَ وَقَتَلَ ibn Zubair. مَا عَنَّ ibn Zubair قَدْ أَعْطَاهُ he killed Ibn Zubair. He killed Ibn Zubair. Along with the fact that that the general people, the, the people of Mecca and Medina and Yemen and the majority of Iraq had all given him the bay'ah, the pledge of allegiance. Naam. 
However, this Hajjaj, remember he was sent by Abdul Malik, as the Sheikh he will say now here, the Sheikh will say, he says, well, Hajjaj Naib and Marwan. He was yani, the deputy of Marwan. Marwan ibn al-Hakam. Marwan ibn al-Hakam. Because the Banu Umayyah, or the Khulafa of Banu Umayyah, after um, Ali, radiallahu anhu, after he was assassinated by the Khawarij, then we know that Hassan, his son Hassan, then became the Khalifa for a short period until he gave up his position for man? Muawiyah. Because Muawiyah did not give the pledge to Ali. Not that he, 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 he yani refused to give it, that he would never give it, but because he requested from Ali that the killers of, of Uthman be brought to account immediately. But Ali yani, um, refused to do so immediately in the way that <coughs> Muawiyah requested. Because Muawiyah was from Banu Umayyah and likewise Uthman. Uthman was his cousin. Hmm? So Uthman, whilst he was the Khalifa, he was the leader of Banu Umayyah. They all go back to Umayyah, the children of Umayyah. So after he was assassinated, Muawiyah then became the leader of Banu Umayyah. And it is his right, the leader of the, the tribe, to request that the killers be brought to account. So that's why he yani, took his position. And there happened, yani, uh, there took place what took place between them. And yani, that which took place from dispute. And then after Hassan, after the assassination of his father, Hassan then assumed the position, but then he gave up and relieved himself from this position for the maslaha of the ummah. And as it has come in the hadith from the Rasulullah, he said, Ibn Ibn Hadha Sayyid. He said, Indeed, this son of mine, grandson of mine, is a Sayyid, he's a leader. And indeed, Allah will rectify by way of him two great parties from the Muslims. This is a prophecy of the Rasulullah which came to pass. Indeed, this son of mine is a great leader and Allah will by way of him rectify between two great yani, armies or parties of the Muslims. And so by way of him relieving himself from this position, then the affair yani, uh, settles somewhat and the people united under Muawiyah. <clears throat> However, when they wrote, those who wrote to Hussein, those fitna makers, and they yani, incited him to take up yani, his right and so on, then yani, he proceeded towards Iraq and then <clears throat> uh, yani, they went in pursuit of him, those from the army of Muawiyah, um, and those who, not through his command, but those who, who uh, transgressed against Hussein, and yani, he, he was martyred. He was martyred. And then, yani, you had now a state of yani, unrest again, 
And Abdullah ibn Zubair now was given the pledge. Abdullah ibn Zubair was now given the pledge. Here in this region, the regions that you heard, you, 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 you heard from the sheikh. Now. Um, now, and so the sheikh, he says here, Hajjaj Naib and Marwan, because as we said, Muawiyah, he was the first from the Muluk of Banu Umayyah, then Yazid ibn Muawiyah, and then Muawiyah ibn Yazid, his son. So Muawiyah, and then Yazid ibn Muawiyah, and then Muawiyah ibn Yazid ibn Muawiyah. And then he went to, from Muawiyah ibn Yazid, he went to his, his cousin, his paternal cousin, Marwan ibn Hakam. Marwan ibn Hakam, and so here now, this is where you have Hajjaj, the Naib of Marwan. Hajjaj, he was a deputy of Marwan, Marwan ibn Hakam. So this is, yani, Marwan was the fourth, the fourth ruler from the Banu Umayyah, from the Umrah of uh, Banu Umayyah, Marwan. Ibn Hakam thumma an waladihi Abdul Malik. Then after Marwan ibn Hakam, his son Abdul Malik. Abdul Malik ibn Marwan. Naam. Walam yahad, walam yahad ahadun min al khulafa ila Marwan. None. So after the past, after Muawiyah ibn Yazid, no one appointed. Marwan as the leader. So then Abdullah ibn Zubair was given the pledge. The, the Sahabi, as we said, the young Sahabi at the time. Yani in the time of the Rasul, he was young, but then yani at this point now, in, in, in history, yani he was given the pledge of allegiance by the people of Mecca, Medina, Yemen, and Iraq, and so on. Now, None of the prominent ones from the ulama and the leaders gave him the bay'ah, meaning Marwan. No one gave him that. They didn't give him the Pledge of Allegiance. They didn't recognize him. Yani, as the leader, rather, it was who? Abdullah ibn Zubair. Abdullah ibn Zubair. Along with that, None from the people of knowledge يعني, withheld their obedience to him. Now, they were compliant to him in that which يعني, the arkan of Islam, the pillars of Islam, and the obligations of Islam have come with. يعني, that we uh, obey the rulers in that which is good. Now, and so here, the Sheikh says, "Wakan ibn Umar, waman adrak al-hajjaj min ashab Rasulullah sallam la yunazi'una." So we're still talking about Hajjaj, Hajjaj ibn Yusuf. That ibn Umar, Abdullah ibn Umar the Sahabi, the well-known Sahabi, the faqih, the alim. Abdullah ibn Umar, because he was, again, also from the Sigar, they, he lived for a long time. Likewise, Anas ibn Malik, he lived to 90. He lived to around 90. Man adrak al-hajjaj, whoever from them reached hajjaj, 
min ashab Rasulullah they wouldn't dispute the affair of Hajjaj yani after killing Abdullah ibn Zubair and yani representing Marwan and Abdul Malik ibn Marwan that after the affair had settled and they had yani overthrown Abdullah ibn Zubair none of them removed their hand yani their obedience from them and they recognized him as the yani legitimate ruler now yani after um, after they had overthrown the rightful ruler as for the affair of thro- the uh, affair of overthrowing the ruler then that is something that is something which yani that is something which is clearly common in the Sunnah. The hadith of Abdullah ibn Amr ibn al-As, who was from the cousins of Muawiyah. Remember this. The hadith wherein the Rasulullah he said that um, يعني, that إنه لم يكن نبيا قبلي that lengthy hadith wherein he, the messenger of Allah Sallallahu said that indeed there was not a prophet before me except Except that it was a right upon him that he informs his ummah of any good that he knows for them and that he warns them from any evil that he knows um, for them. Naam. And then he went on to say, Indeed, the first part of this ummah of yours, it's afia, it's salama, yani it's, it's, yani, it's uh, purity, safety, has been placed in the beginning part of the ummah. Now, And the latter part of it, the ummah, will be afflicted by uh, trials and affairs that you will reject. fitna, then there will come fitna. Some of these fitna, these trials, will, will make others seem like they were nothing. And a fitna that will come, but some of them will make other fitna, or the previous fitna that came before, seem like they were nothing. So the moment will say, when the fitna comes, they'll say, this is the thing that's going to destroy me. Then the fitna will go. Then the fitna will, another fitna will come. And then he will say, mother, this is the one. This is the one that's going to get me. This is the one that's going to finish me. And then the messenger of Allah, he said, So whoever wants that he is rescued from the fire, and is entered into Jannah, then let death come to him whilst he believes in Allah on the last day. And let him deal with the people in the way that he wishes to be dealt with. And whoever gives the pledge of allegiance to an imam, and he gives him yani, the sincerity of his heart and the pledge of his hand, then let him obey him as much as he is able. 
الآخر ينازعه فضرب فضرب عنق الآخر and if there comes another يعني someone else who who contends with the ruler فضرب عنق then strike his neck kill him So this here, we have to understand that this is with regards to the one who comes out against the, the, the ruler who's the rightful ruler and unjustly goes out against him. That this, we have a clear command here from the Messenger of Allah that this person is someone who is Sinful, disobedient, and this is the command against this such an individual. And so the the rightful Imam and his army will go out against him and ward him off to the best of their ability. However, in the situation or in the case of when this person who comes later and overthrows the ruler and is successful in doing so. Now, the Sharia of Allah and the Qawaid of the Sharia and the Usul of the Sharia and that which we learn from the, um, from the Salaf of this Ummah and the Ulama of this Ummah is that after he has assumed position, even if it's via oppression, zulm, and transgression, if يستقر الأمر as they say, the affair is now settled. Hmm? He's, he's overthrown. And he's killed who he killed. He has killed whoever he killed. But now the affair is settled. People have given him the pledge. People are in safety. The religion is being implemented. Hmm? Now, it is obligatory to give him the obedience. You see? So, here in this narration, who, did we, who, who, who was the narrator of this hadith? Who did we say it was? Abdullah ibn Amr ibn al-As, also from Banu Umayyah. Now, when he narrated this, when he narrated this, he narrated it to, to Abdurrahman ibn Abdur Rabb al-Ka'ba. He then said to Abdullah ibn Amr ibn As after he narrated this hadith, he, he, said, he said to him, I ask you by Allah, he said, did you hear this from the Messenger of Allah, sallallahu And so then he drew يعني, near to him. And he يعني, pointed towards his ears and his heart. This is Abdullah ibn Amr. And he said that these two ears of mine heard it and my heart compre comprehended it. Naam. And so then I said, this is Abdurrahman. He then said, Hadib ibn Ammik, this paternal cousin of yours, hmm, referring to Muawiyah, Ya'muruna an na'kul amwalina baynana bilbatil wa na'kul anfusana. He commands us to consume our wealth in falsehood 
and that we kill ourselves. Meaning that he saw that Muawiyah was going against Ali unjustly. So this is now what he's saying to Abdullah ibn Amr. So Abdullah ibn Amr, he, he, he sakat sa'a. He meant quiet for a bit. Then he said, أَطِعْهُ فِي طَعَةِ He said, obey him in that which is in obedience to Allah. وَعْصُهِ فِي مَعْسِيَةِ And disobey him in that which is in disobedience to Allah. And so here we see the Sahab, the Sahaba, the position and the stance of the Sahaba. Anas ibn Malik, likewise in the hadith in, in, in Sahih al-Bukhari, wherein um, Zubair ibn Adi, he said, we came, Atayna ila Anas. He said, we came to Anas ibn Malik. فَشَكَوْنَا مِنْ شَكَوْنَا إِلَيْهِ We complained to him. مَا نَلْقَ مِنَ الْحَجَّاجِ That which we're facing from Hajjaj and going through. Uh, this is Anas ibn Malik. They came to him to complain. فَقَالْ What did he say? اِسْبِرُوا He said, be patient. فَإِنَّهُ لَا يَأْتِ الزَّمَانٌ إِلَّا الَّذِي بَعْدَهُ شَرٌ مِنْ Normally you hear that hadith. There will not come a time. There will not come a time except that the one that comes after it is worse. This is the background. They came to Anas complaining about Hajjaj. And he said what? Isbiru Hajjaj who killed Abdullah ibn Zubair. And he not just killed him. He chopped off his head and sent it to, to Abdul Malik. He chopped off his head, sent it to Abdul, Abdul ibn Malik and yeah, he crucified him in, 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 in Mecca. He set up catapults. Yeah, and he, um, when, he, when he set up camp to bring, yeah, to, um, um, bring out Abdullah ibn Zubair. Yeah, and he, from where he was uh, yeah, and he, uh, seeking protection with the few that were with him. And he set up catapults and there was, he was striking and yani, the, the Kaaba wasn't free from his catapults. He damaged the Kaaba. And so when Abdullah ibn Zubair eventually came out, he had his head chopped and was sent to Abdul Malik ibn Marwan. Abdul Malik ibn Marwan. Now, we said that the Younger brother of Abdullah was who? Urwa ibn Zubair. Urwa ibn Zubair. Urwa ibn Zubair, as we said, was about 20 years younger than him. When, after Abdullah ibn Zubair was, was killed, Urwa went to Abdul Malik in Sham. He went to Abdul Malik. To give him the pledge. His own brother. His own brother. Hajjaj wrote to, to Abdul Malik saying that Urwa has fled with wealth from, from Mecca or Medina. He's fled. Or he's, he fled from, from Mecca with wealth from Mecca and fled to Medina. So he wrote to Hajjaj. Hajjaj ibn Yusuf, he wrote to Abdul Malik, his, his, his uh, leader, and the one who appointed him. He wrote to him saying, Urwa has fled. And 
Abdul Malik responded to him and he said, no, he's with me. He's with me. I leave him alone. Urwa ibn Zubair. Urwa from the fuqaha. And ulama, as we said, from the seven fuqaha of, of Medina. He gave the pledge after all of this, after he killed his brother. After he killed his brother. If you go to the books of Tariq as well, you see that uh, when they were young, subhanAllah, all of these individuals, Abdul Malik ibn Marwan, during the Khilafah of Muawiyah, Abdul Malik ibn Marwan, who as we've seen, we've mentioned here in, in this qissa here, or this that took place, Abdul Malik ibn Marwan, Abdullah ibn Zubair, Urwa ibn Zubair, his brother, and Mus'ab ibn Zubair, another brother of theirs. I'm not sure if he was the, the full brother, maybe half-brother from another mother. Urwa and Abdullah from the same mother. Mus'ab possibly, maybe. But from their brother, nevertheless. Yani, uh, same father, from, yani, Zubair. They were all sat, all four of them, by the Kaaba when they were younger. And they all made dua. Or Mus'ab said, everyone make a dua. What do you wish? What do you wish for? So then, <clears throat> um, Mus'ab said, I, 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 want to, I want to rule over Iraq. And Fa'lan, he did. Eventually, he did. He ruled over Iraq for a short period, or part of Iraq. Abdullah ibn Zubair, he said, I want to rule over Hijaz. And he did. Abdullah ibn Zubair, as we saw. As the Sheikh he said, he ruled over Mecca, Medina, Yemen, the Hijaz area. Abdul Malik ibn Marwan, he said, I want to rule the world. And eventually, look, he came and oh, yani, he's, he pointed to Hajjaj and Hajjaj killed Abdullah ibn Zubair. Naam. As for Urwa, he said, I want to be one who knowledge is taken from. I want to be one who knowledge is taken from. Naam. So this Urwa, as we said, he went and gave the pledge to Abdul Malik, who via Hajjaj had killed his brother. Who had killed his brother in the manner that he did. And he was left, you know, crucified there, uh, on display in Mecca. And eventually then he ordered that he be taken down and given to his mother so she can wash him. The, this Hajjaj. And then after Abdul Malik came his son, Al-Walid bin Abdul Malik. He was the next ruler. And there was a close relationship between him and Urwa. In fact, this Walid, he would order that Urwa come to him because he would seek advice from him in affairs of the religion because he was an alim. And one time when he ordered Urwa to come to, come to him in Sham, and this qissa here is a qissa which Sheikh Al-Bani, rahimahullah, he says that um, it is rare that we find from the stories or events that took place in the history of the Ummah where you have an authentic chain. Where you have an authentic chain. 
because the reason for this is that after the great strenuous efforts that the imma of hadith went through in preserving the sunnah of the messenger of Allah when it came to the affairs of men and the history and biographies of men and so on tarikh, they were a bit more lenient they were a bit more lenient it's a given the messenger of Allah is saying upon the messenger of Allah what he said and what he did it's a serious affair so they took that seriously as for the affairs as for saying or recording that which took place um, with men in the past they were like yani, this was a bit lighter here so they didn't they weren't so um shadeed uh, yani, in, in 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 those chains and preserving those chains of narration however this particular story that we're going to mention Sheikh al-Bani rahimahullah he says that this has an authentic chain though Arwa ibn Zubair Walid who's Walid Abdul Malik's son. So the next rule from Banu Umayyah, after everything that happened to his brother, he called him to Sham. And then on the way, because Urwa had four sons. Urwa ibn Zubair had four sons. And the eldest of them was Muhammad. I believe his name was Muhammad. And the most beloved to him. And on the way, to Sham, from Medina to Sham, he lost his son, and he died. Don't recall the man in Howard, but he died. He lost his son. But he was also affected by yani, gangrene, his foot. His foot was yani, affected by gangrene which required amputation. So by the time he got to Al-Walid, Al-Walid had the doctors come out to look at him. And they said that you have to chop off your foot or this is going to spread. And he refused. Until it began to spread even further, then they said you're going to have to chop off your, 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 your shin, all of it. You're going to have to chop it off. And then he said, okay. And then the doctor said to him that due to the pain, we're going to have to give you something. Yani, something, from, something that's going to lessen the pain, like a drug. Yani, that which intoxicates the mind due to the necessity. And he refused. He said, chop it whilst I'm in salah, whilst I'm in sujood. And so he went into sujood and they, chopped, and they, they, they brought out the saw and chopped off his, his foot and he didn't move. And he didn't move. This is Urwa ibn Zubair. Urwa ibn Zubair. And then he went back to Medina and he said, after the people saw what he had been through, he had lost a son and lost a limb. He said, Alhamdulillah, Allah blessed me with four sons and I have three left. And he blessed me with four limbs and I have three left. This is Urwa. Naam. And then he's mentioned that there was one who shortly after, yani a man who uh, lived in yani a valley who 
and he lived in a tent like a nomad with his family. Um, he left them on a night and there was adverse weather, flood, the valley became flooded and yani, he had lost his maskan, his place where he would reside there in his tent. Um, and all his family had drowned except for his newborn. His newborn. Nam. And then when he, he went out for a hajja, went out for a need, he left his child, his only child left, newborn left the child, went out for this hajja. And it wasn't long until he could hear the, the, the cry of the child. He came back and a wolf had devoured his, his, his last child. And that news then went to Walid. And then Walid said, inform Urwa that he is in ni'mah compared to this individual. Because this individual lost everything. At least Urwa still has three other sons. And he still has يعني, his limbs. Naam. Naam. And so يعني, um, here the Sheikh, um, he mentions that from the Sahaba, and as we saw, that which we brought as Ziyadah, we mentioned Anas ibn Malik, Abdullah ibn Amr, and يعني, uh, Abdullah ibn Umar that the Shaykh he mentioned. From the Sahaba, those who reached Hajjaj, yet they didn't dispute يعني, the fact that after um, Hajjaj had assumed يعني, authority via يعني, Abdul, Abdul Malik, Ibn Marwan, then يعني, this is something that the Sahaba did not uh, do. يعني, they remained obedient uh, to him in that which Islam would have them do. Likewise, those who were present from the Tabi'een, Kabn al Musayyib, Wal Hassan al Basri. وابن سرين وإبراهيم التيمي وأشباههم ونظائرهم من سادات الأمة نعم يعني these from the tabi'in and others like them from the ummah واستمر العمل على هذا بين علماء الأمة من سادات الأمة وأئمتها وأئمتها يأمرون بطاعة الله ورسوله والجهاد في سبيله مع كل إمام بر أو فاجر that, يعني, this, is, this remained the case with the ulama throughout the ummah they would command with <clears throat> يعني, they, يعني, they would remain obedient to the rulers um, يعني, when they would command um, with obedience to Allah and his messenger while jihad fi sabili and jihad in his path they would command with this the imams to perform the jihad behind every imam, bar or fajr, whether he was righteous or wicked. Kama huwa ma'roof fi kutub usul al-din wal-aqaid. As is well known from the books of usul and the books of aqaid. Wakadalik banu al-Abbas. Likewise, banu al-Abbas, the rulers from banu al-Abbas. In English, commonly they refer to the Banu, Banu Umayyad as the Umayyad dynasty. And 
the Banu Abbas as the, I think they say, Abbasid, Abbasid dynasty. Naam. وكذلك بنو العباس استولوا على بلاد المسلمين قهرا بالسيف. بنو العباس they took the يعني the the authority and they overthrew بنو أمية the rulers from بنو أمية يعني forcefully with the sword. فلم يناوئهم أحد من أهل العلم والدين. None from the scholars. Yani assisted them in that. They killed many. They killed many, many individuals from Banu Umayyah, their leaders, their deputies. They killed Ibn Hubayra, the Amir of Iraq, and they killed the Khalifa Marwan. Not Marwan that we mentioned, but this is Marwan ibn Muhammad, the last of the uh, rulers from Banu Umayyah. They had 14, 14 rulers, he was the 14th uh, ruler. Marwan ibn Muhammad. Naam. وقتلوا الخليفة مروان حتى نقل أن الصفاح. Safah, he was Abdullah ibn Safah. Abdullah ibn Safah, he was the first ruler of Banu Abbas. So, yani, enter Banu Abbas. Uh, the, after killing Marwan, the final and the last ruler of, of Banu Umayyah, Abdullah ibn Safah was now uh, the ruler, the first of Banu, uh, Banu Abbas. And so it is narrated that As-Safah, Abdullah ibn As-Safah, qatala fi yawmin wahid, in a single day, he killed around 80 min Banu Umayyah. He killed around 80. From the Banu Umayyah, 80 individuals. And he placed Furush on their bodies. And he laid them out and he brought like any seats, chairs, and so on, put them over their bodies, were jealous and he sat on them, sat on their bodies. And he called for food and drink. He called for food and drink. كالأوزاعي ومالك والزهري والليث بن سعد وأطاء بن أبي رباح مع هؤلاء الملوك لا تخفى على من له مشاركة في العلم والاطلاع. So along with all of this, the biographies of the Aima, like Al-Auzai, Malik, Zuhri, Layth ibn Sa'd, and Ata'i ibn Abi Rabah, their relationships and dealings with the likes of these Muluk, these kings, it is not hidden for, from the one who has any share in knowledge and looking into يعني, uh, the books of knowledge and so on. Likewise, the uh, second level from Ahlul Ilm, يعني those who came after them, Ahmad ibn Hanbal, like Ahmed ibn Hanbal, Muhammad ibn Ismail, Muhammad ibn Idris, Ahmed ibn Nasr, Isaac ibn Rahuya, Naam, Isaac ibn Rahuya, wa ikhwanhum, waqa'a fi asrihim min al-muluk ma waqa'a min al-bid'a al-i'idham. Naam, in their times, they originated from the kings that which took place 
from major innovations sifat the rejection of the, the rejection of the sifat of Allah the attributes of Allah and they were called to accepting this and affirming these beliefs that they yani, formed for themselves from rejection of the attributes of Allah and they were put to test yani, by way of this and he who, he who was killed was killed the one who accompanied Imam Ahmad he was killed by Al-Wathiq Billah. Along with this still, it wasn't known from any of them that they would remove their obedience uh, from them. They, they didn't see it permissible to go out against them. Up until the Sheikh, Sheikh Abdul Latif, he then said to the one who, who he was addressing, If there still remains anything in your heart, and you find it difficult to understand this affair, then يعني, humble yourself to Allah and make much tawassul to Allah with the Du'as that have come. وَكَرِّرِ النَّظَرْ فِيمَا اشْتَمَلَ عَلَيْهِ تَارِيخِ إِبْنِ غَنَّامِ مِنْ كَلَامِ شَيْخِ الْإِسْلَامِ يعني Muhammad ibn Abdul Wahab And keep looking in. يعني look into uh, that which تاريخ ibn غنام تاريخ ibn غنام um, has within it. تاريخ ibn غنام that is um, يعني an authorship of ibn غنام who was a student of Muhammad, Muhammad ibn Abdul Wahab. So Tariq bin Ghanam is Tariq of Najd. It's a Tariq of the Najd area. Nam. And that which we mentioned before concerning the history that took place within the Saudi, uh, within the Saudi states, then he mentions all of that. Ibn Ghanam. It's in two volumes. It's in two volumes. Tariq of Najd. And that which he brings from the Kalam of Shaykh al-Islam, Muhammad ibn Abdul-Wahhab, because he was a student. He was a student of Muhammad ibn Abdul-Wahhab. فقد بسط القول في هذه المسألة في رسائله واستنباطاته. يعني he he went into detail in this affair in his treatises and so on and that which he derived from all of that. هذا وصل عليه من النبي محمد وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين وجزاكم الله خيرا. and so with that we end the eighth principle and يعني the next is the ninth principle بإذن الله تعالى وجزاكم الله خيرا. I don't, I don't take any questions, man. Sheikh, Sheikh, Sheikh the questions for Sheikh Abu, Abu Yad, inshallah. Zakumullah khair. No. Unless it's a question regarding this. Hey, something that, not, not something new, but something that. Hey. If any of them did, then that was Ijtihad from themselves. As scholars, they mentioned Ijtihad from themselves, but they made, made, a, made a mistake. We see from, from the. Clear narrations from the Sunnah of the Messenger of Allah and clear يعني, uh, consensus, يعني, overwhelming majority. Because if you want to pick one or two from the Tabi'een and so on, yeah, they were like يعني, Sayyid ibn Jubair or so on, that they went, they, they, يعني, they went against Hajjaj and so on, then يعني, these are isolated incidents, ijtihad from themselves, and you could even say that they had, a, they had an angle. 
They had an angle. You know, so for example, some say that Abdullah ibn Zubair, Abdullah ibn Zubair, um, after many had left him, because after he had retreated back to Mecca, yani to Mecca many of those who were with him left him and they went out to Hajjaj and gave their pledge to Abdul Malik. The reason why Abdullah, he remained persistent is because he saw from his ijtihad was that yani now what had begun was the inheritance of leadership. And now Banu Umayyah, this is what they're doing. They're just yani, inheriting leadership. And, and he saw that the affair should go back to the shura. That there should be shura. Yani, uh, there should be a body of those who are placed in charge. Yani, from, from those who have ilm. The prominent ones who have knowledge and so on. Um, and yani, they are best placed to appoint for the Muslims the one who is most worthy and suited to that position. Hmm? And suited to that position. So that was the ijtihad that he made. However, يعني, as we see from um, many, countless numbers from the imams of the Salaf, and as we mentioned during the, 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 the lecture, that um, once, even if, Leadership is taken from, yani, through qahr, yani, through force, and via the sword. Even if it's, yani, if it's, if leadership is taken by force and through sword and killing, and once the affair becomes settled, and now the people have given the pledge and they obey him, and he gives the people their rights. The maqasid of the sharia, the, the principles of the sharia, we learn from them that darul mufasid muqaddam ala jabal masalih. That warding off harm and evil takes precedence over bringing about some good. So, this ruler who has overpowered the ruler before him and he has killed many and committed atrocities once the affair now is settled going out against him and removing him because he was a wrongdoer is only going to lead to what? more harm than him remaining in place because him remaining in place now the affair alhamdulillah is settled people are in safety Blood, blood, the spilling of blood has, finished, has stopped people that can practice their religion and so on. So if it's the case that someone is to be obeyed after doing all of this, then Mimbabi Ola, if someone simply inherits or is given leadership from the ruler before him, then we obey him. Simple. And that took place anyway with, with the Sahaba, the Khulafa. The Rasul did he choose Yani, did he appoint a Khalifa after him? Yani, meaning explicitly? He didn't. But he gave indications. He gave clear indications to the Sahaba. That, the, that Allah, the Muslims, will not accept anyone except Abu Bakr. 
and so on. But I left the affair to them knowing that they will make the correct decision. And they did. They appointed Abu Bakr. Abu Bakr, what did he do? Then he chose. He chose Umar. He elect, he, he chose Umar and pointed Umar. Umar, what did he do? So when, when they came to him, and after he'd been stabbed, because he was on his deathbed. He'd been stabbed when he was praying, and he was on his deathbed. The people came to him and said, will you not appoint for us the next ruler? He said, if I was to leave the affair to the Muslims and not appoint, someone better than me did that. Referring to who? The Prophet And if I was to choose, someone better than me also did that. Referring to who? Abu Bakr. So meaning I can do one of the two. But what he chose to do is what? He appointed Ashura instead. He appointed Ashura and he left the affair to them. He left the affair to them. Naam. And so all of this is uh, allowed and permissible, we see, from the actions of the Sahaba, from the aqwal of the imma, that rulership, leadership can be appointed, can be given. Yani the one in power can choose someone after him. Um, yani the, the Muslimin can elect someone from amongst themselves. And we see from the seer of the, of the Sahaba, the seer of the A'immah from the Salaf, that when they took place, we have it there in Tariq, those who overthrew and became, yani, uh, came into power through oppression, transgression, and someone that they still saw that he is the ruler once the affair had settled. Now, and that's that's the that's the that's the clear clear position, a stronger position. Abdullah ibn Zubair was a rightful, rightful leader and he's given the bay'ah. He was given the bay'ah, the Pledge of Allegiance from all these people of these regions here. Now. Which is Akamallah.